Welcome to Dental Assistant Nation, powered by Ignite DA. This podcast is designed to empower, enlighten, and educate dental assistants, helping them have a more fulfilling career and enjoy their day more. Join us as we tackle some of the hottest topics in dental assisting. Now, here's your host, Ignite DA co-founder, Kevin Henry. So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I'm the co-founder of Ignite DA. Thank you so much for joining us. Also want to invite you to join us on drbycuspid.com. That's drbycuspid.com where I'm the editor-in-chief. And so glad to ring in the new year and the new decade with a good friend and a great source of information. And that is dental's pharmacology expert, and that's Tom Viola. Tom, how are you this morning? I'm good, Kevin, my friend. Happy New Year to you. How are you doing? Okay. Happy New Year to you. I am doing great because I know that we can bring our listeners some great information on vaping. And, you know, it's a topic that, uh, unfortunately, you know, we're hoping would not have as much steam heading into the new decade, but it certainly sounds like that this is an issue that we're going to have to battle this decade. Is that correct? I have to tell you, Kevin, I thought after the initial scare that we had uh, a few months back with uh, Ivali, the electronic vaping uh, associated lung injury, that uh, that would have put enough fear in people out there that maybe vaping would have been on a decline. But as a matter of fact, there's been a tremendous pushback. People believe that vaping is their right and uh, they're not willing to give it up necessarily. It's sort of like, well, it won't happen to me. Yeah. Uh, And. I'm not saying that that's bad. I don't want to point fingers at anybody because, again, I'm a big believer in live and let live. But the statistics, the numbers keep growing. They've slowed. They've slowed down considerably. I mean, we've got as of uh, December 17th, we had uh, 2,506 people with this Ivali, this this lung injury. Uh, but remember, there's 54 deaths, and uh, the numbers, both numbers, uh, the people afflicted and the people that have died, keep increasing. So I don't think we'll en- see anytime soon a, a, a complete cessation of vaping. I think vaping is here to stay. I think the uh, CDC has done a great job in, in getting the information out there about is, what's what's so deadly about uh, vaping certain chemicals. Uh, but I also think that uh, that vaping is, is necessarily now a, a lifestyle. And so yeah. people, feel as long as they're willing to take the risk, it's it, the, it, the benefit of not smoking necessarily in their minds outweighs that risk. Uh, but not everybody vapes uh, because they don't want to smoke. A lot of people vape just for the sheer joy of vaping because the uh, sensation's great and and they like, uh, they think uh, the taste is great, the flavors are great, you know, it, it gives them a sense of well-being. Uh, my opinion is, again, live and let live, but we've got more to worry about now because even though the CDC and, and the FDA has actually shut down some websites and have really stepped in and, and sorry, the DEA has stepped in and tried to shut down some of these sites that are selling these uh, illegal uh, products that contain uh, THC. There's more and more websites popping up all the time. It just seems like they're they're chasing their tail, which is somewhat the case many times with the DEA. They, yeah. they will um, they will chase down these bad guys and only to find more bad guys spring up in their place. Well, you know, and and, and I want to go back to something you just said a moment ago because. It, it has become a lifestyle per se, and and I put it in there with with smoking or excessive drinking or what you know whatever vice you want to choose, but I I don't think this health scare is going to stop people from doing this. So knowing that, what do you think the dental 
team, the dentist's role is with vaping? Is this something that they need to be talking about? Or do they just go, well, people are going to do what they do? I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. Well, my opinion on this is uh, is simple. And, and that is, I, I, to me, it's like reminiscent of 40 years ago with tobacco. You know, and the people on the front lines of that battle were the people in the dental professions because they were the first to see the the adverse effects of uh, using tobacco products on the oral mucosa and, and, and the mouth. And now it seems like we're starting all over again. It seems like vaping is the unknown territory. And the people are gonna, that are going to be on the front lines of this battle, what, what can we expect from all of these uh, substances that people are vaping? Again, are going to be the dental professionals who see the effects first on the oral cavity, and then later on, uh, we'll make those tie-ins into systemic illness, etc. So, if, if anything, the dental professional is the person right now who's going to spearhead uh, this this uh, campaign against uh, vaping-associated lung injury. Uh, it, maybe there is a safe way to vape. Maybe we just don't know yeah. it yet. But the, the seems that the the culprit here are the uh, black market uh, products that are sold on the internet that promise ever increasing levels of THC, the uh, the psychoactive ingredient in, in uh, cannabis. And uh, it's the additives. It's the vitamin E acetate uh, that's been linked uh, to uh, these injuries. It's also some of the uh, mold uh, uh, preventers that they spray on the product and the plant material, uh, which in inevitably ends up becoming a hydrogen cyanide when it's vaped. So, again, it's going to be the dental professions that lead the charge here to tell the rest of the medical professionals and community, here's what we've discovered. Now it's our turn to, to link it up with systemic illness and long-term effects. And, you know, I know on, on DrBicuspid.com, we ran an article that the ADA has called for a ban for, you know, any vaping products that have not been approved by the FDA. And obviously that makes perfect sense, you know, but... Like you said a few moments ago, new websites are popping up all the time. People feel confident going into a store to buy things, and yet they don't truly know that they've been vetted. So, you know, it, it's really interesting to me to see that people are still going to do this, but there's still so many pitfalls that they could fall into. And like you said, it's the dental professional who's on that front line that maybe could say, you know, are you... Are you sure you know what you're doing? And I know so often we don't want to pry into other people's business, but this is something right. that whenever we say that whole do no harm and we're going to do everything we can to help our patients, this falls into that category, I believe. I, I couldn't have said it better. And the thing that, that I, I believe most dental professionals need to know, especially dental assistants, is that this is where it begins. It begins with vaping, like with products like the Juul device. Uh, and then it's a gradual progression beyond that not necessarily, not in every case, but it's a gradual progression for some people to go from just vaping nicotine to vaping other substances. Now, that's, again, that's not direct causation. Some people don't vape nicotine. They go straight to vaping THC and CBD-containing products. Uh, but if, if the dental assistant can isolate and identify a particular type of behavior or that the, the, the people who admit to vaping they can have a positive impact on that patient's life by pointing out the dangers of vaping some of these more um, deadly products that contain this high THC and along with it, these uh, other byproducts that cause serious health in injuries, uh, including this uh, this uh, lung injury that's baffling the best scientists we have at both the CDC and the National Institutes of Health. You know, and I think it, it starts with with changing your your health history form and making sure that if you've got smoking on there that you are adding in vaping because 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but a lot of people who vape don't consider themselves smokers. Uh, isn't that correct? That is absolutely correct. And as you said, well put, my friend, it's not necessarily on anybody's health history. And again, I think that leads us down a very dark road of, of um, self-reliance and, and confidence. Like, well, I don't smoke, so I'm going to answer no to that question. But if there's no choice for vaping on that form, then may, some people may not admit to it. And that is where, again, if they had, that could make a big difference in that patient's life because the dental assistant would be more informed. But here's where I have to rely on the dental assistants and say, know the signs. One of the things you can point out pretty easily are, are rapid decline in, in, in oral health. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Uh, let's not forget that a lot of these vaping devices operate at pretty high temperatures. And so those high temperatures convert some of the products in these vaping cartridges to even more dangerous substances like ketene. And as I said before, even hydrogen cyanide. But moreover than that, the high temperature itself can cause morphologic changes to the tissues of the mouth. And th these are pretty easy to spot to the well-trained eye of the dental professional who knows what normal oral mucosa looks like. Uh, unlike the average person like me, let's say, who really doesn't spend all day looking in patients' mouths, I may not be able to see something as far as oral pathology that a trained dental professional can see. So this is our chance to use the the oral mucosa and oral health to stave off potential long-term systemic effects that can occur from this kind of That's behavior. That's such a great point. It absolutely is. And and it's something that, you know, I think, and, and I've heard so many dental practices say, you know, we, we usually just ask the patient, have you had any changes in the last six months? And they say no, and we move on, you know, and and it's really important, I think, heading into this next decade, that dental professionals, dental assistants, that we we make sure that we really dive into the health history. We take that time in the chair to say, okay, what's gone on the last six months? What's changed? What do we need to know about? And again, you know, it starts with that health history form. But let's take a few minutes just to talk to our patients before we dive into the exam. Couldn't have said it better, Kevin. You know, my three questions, we've talked about this before. My three questions in taking a medical history have always been the same. What do you take? Why do you take it? And you, did you take it today? Now, a lot of people assume that that means I'm talking about medications, but I, I want my dental assistants and, and hygienists and dentists that come to my lectures to broaden their, their horizons and, and re really get into what do you do on a regular basis? Besides, you know, when I say what do you take, I mean all substances. And it's going to be hard for the dental professionals to convince the patients that they're not the, the cannabis or THC police, that they're there just to make sure that they're well informed. Because another thing we have to consider is it's not just that the effects on the oral cavity are are, are concerning enough, but using these products can seriously impact dental therapy. And I need to know if you're vaping cannabis because cannabis will increase your blood pressure, increase uh, your your heart rate, and that could have a negative effect on you if I also intend to use things like lidocaine with yep. epinephrine. So it, it's not just for the benefit of the patient in, in indirectly, but also directly because I don't want it to impact dental therapy as of today. Great points. And, and, you know, Tom, I know that you have so much information out there. And, and, and as I said earlier, you're out there speaking to dental professionals, but I know you've got a website where you've got a lot of information as well. And I want to make sure that our listeners know what that is. Thank you, Kevin. Absolutely. It's real, uh, real creative on my part. It's my name, TomViola.com, T-O-M-V-I-O-L-A.com, uh, Pharmacology Declassified. Uh, and I'm on Facebook and uh, on uh, Instagram as well. So please, if you 
if anybody listening to this has questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to answer any questions I can. And uh, I'd love to see you at one of my live and, seminars. And Tom, I've got to ask, what are some of the, the meetings where you're going to be at in 2020? Just kind of give our, our listeners a little preview of uh, where they can catch you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be uh, at the Chicago Midwinter Meeting, as always. Uh, I'll be at the Hinman Dental Meeting uh, as well. After that, I'm, I'll be at both ADA and RDA nice. under one roof. And, uh, yeah, so I'll be at a lot of national meetings, some of the more regional meetings. So, yeah, come out and see me. I'd love to see everybody. And, and, and I will hi. tell you, he's a great lecturer and a great guy as well. And, Tom, thanks so much for starting. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for too. starting your new year with us. Uh, Same here, my friend. And thanks to all of you for being a part of this podcast. We know your time is valuable, and we want to bring you some of the best experts across dentistry with some of the hottest topics to help you have not only a better day, but hey, let's face it, a better year ahead, a better decade ahead, because we always want to elevate the role of the dental assistant and the dental team whenever it comes to impacting the health of their patients. So with that, uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, this has been Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, the editor-in-chief of DrBicuspid.com, encouraging you, learn, grow, succeed in the next decade, because great things are ahead but it takes you learning what you need to know to impact your patients every day. Together, we rise. It takes you learning what you need to know to impact.